Today's reading is Philippians chapter 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus. To all the saints in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In every prayer for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart. For in my chains and in my defense and confirmation of the gospel, you are all partners in grace with me. God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to test and prove what is best and be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. Now I want you to know, brothers, that my circumstances have actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And most of the brothers, confident in the Lord by my chains, now dare more greatly to speak the word without fear. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so in love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The former, however, preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing that they can add to the distress of my chains. What then is the issue? Just this, that in every way, whether by false motives or true, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice, yes, and I will continue to rejoice, because I know that through your prayers and the provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, my distress will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have complete boldness, so that now as always Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. So what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better indeed. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that through my coming to you again, your exaltation in Christ Jesus will resound on account of me. Nevertheless, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, contending side by side for the faith of the gospel, without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a clear sign of their destruction, but of your salvation, and it is from God. For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him, since you are encountering the same struggle you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. This is God's word. This is another of Paul's prison letters. We see that in verse 7, which says, Whether I am in chains, which refers to, of course, his imprisonment. However, this prison letter was written to the church at Philippi. Paul founded this church during his second missionary journey. We see that in Acts 16, verses 6-40. through 40. 
He also visited Philippi twice during his second missionary journey. Note here that Philippi is in Macedonia. Paul went there in Acts 20, verses 1 and 2, and returned in Acts chapter 20, verse 6. So, as I said, Paul visited Philippi twice during his third missionary journey. The Philippians were givers. They supported Paul's work by sending him money while he was in Corinth, according to Acts 18, verses 1 through 5, and Philippians chapter 4, verse 16, so that Paul could stop making tents. We see that in Acts 18, 3. And then devote himself exclusively to preaching, as Acts 18, verse 5 in the NIV puts it. They also gave generously to the fund Paul collected for the Jewish believers in Jerusalem. We see that in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 5. This letter, Philippians, was written to thank these believers for their long financial partnership. Chapter 1, verse 5, and chapter 4, verses 15 through 16 use that word and also to thank them for a new gift that they had sent to him while he was in prison in Rome. We see that in Philippians 4.14 and 18. The tone of this letter is happy. Words like joy and rejoice show up again and again throughout the letter. Although Paul was still in prison, he expected to be released soon, according to verse 19. Still, his joy came less from his anticipation of release and more from how the gospel was advancing among the men who were guarding him. We see that in verses 12 and 13. And how it was causing others to speak up for Christ in his absence. We see that in verses 14 and 15 here in Philippians 1. If his trial unexpectedly went badly, Paul could still rejoice, because dying for Christ meant going to be with Christ, according to verse 23. The source of Paul's joy, then, was Christ. Christ was the one he was serving, according to verse 1. Christ was the one he was trusting to provide for him, whether through the giving of the Philippians or not. Jesus Christ was using Paul's imprisonment to advance the gospel, according to verses 12 through 18. Jesus was the one Paul would meet whenever his time on this earth was over, as he said in verse 23. And Christ was the one who would keep causing the faith of the Philippians to grow and mature, according to verse 6 and verses 27 through 30. Paul's circumstances were not the cause of his joy or his discouragement because he had faith in his God, who is our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you looking to the Lord for joy at this time in your life? This is a great day to think about it because of what we read in this chapter. And so I hope you will think about it, and I hope you will look to the Lord as the source of your joy. Have a great day. I'll see you next time.